Hey guys, Henning e. Morton from Flip Normals. In our last episode in this series, we talked about why the most important thing in your arsenal is really solid fundamentals. In this video, we are going to be talking about why that is not true <laughs> and why the tool is the most important thing. <laughs> so we're going to get a bit of a balanced discussion here and really talk about the difference between fundamentals and tools and really show you that We'll really talk about why that one isn't more important than the other, but it's really a synergy yeah. between having awesome fundamentals and also up-to-date software knowledge. Yeah, I think like just if you uh, if you do it based on numbers and stuff, like a fifty-fifty split would be my ideal ratio. Like because that means that you know you know fundamentals to a really like high level. But at the same time, you're also comfortable with learning new software and then, you know, evolving on that front. Because I think that's one of the key things. One of the things we mentioned in the previous video was that how fundamentals never really die. And that's true. They don't. Um, they just stay the same, but you can keep learning and getting better at them. Whereas with tools, tools do just become obsolete. So one of the things you need to focus on um, when you're thinking about your tools is that you need to stay up to date. You know that's that's one of the one of the harder things when you're let's say you were away from the industry for a while you come back to it you need to make sure that whatever tools they're now using that is what you're also using like let's say they were using Mari when you stopped with texturing but now everyone switched to Substance it doesn't matter if you can texture on Mari if everyone uses Substance now yeah I think texturing is a great example because I've I've really been texturing for as long as I've been doing 3D I really enjoyed it. But texturing is one of these areas which was honestly a real pain in us to do. Like first it was you painting in Photoshop and then you might be doing it in 3D and you might be using body paint and then Mudbox, <laughs> then ZBrush, then 3D coat, then, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So let's say you are, you're purely focusing on the fundamentals of it. Like you, you don't really care about the tool at all. So you paint all your maps in Photoshop and you just input that into a shader. Now, that's going to kind of work. I mean, you're, you're probably going to get some pretty good results, mm. but it's a terribly inefficient way of working. Yeah. You know, you're not really seeing what you're doing. You if you know, if you want to, you're painting in 2D, so you can't, you can't know where stuff is in 3D. You really don't have any real-time representation of any kind of shaders. You're going to get seams everywhere. Yeah. But then if you were, if you're doing something in Substance Painter, where you're simply just dragging on a smart material and you get a basis for that, and now you can use your existing fundamental knowledge to really take that material up to like a really good level. Now you are merging the best of both worlds. This is what we keep talking about in our videos. Like we had a video where we looked at an old Canon, which I shot in Oslo, where you, you we just we're just talking about it. We just we're not even talking about painter. We're just purely talking about what to observe. Yeah. And that's where your fundamentals are important, but it's also super important that you know how to use painter or Mari or whatever preferred texturing software you have. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I that's where newer artists um can really start to outpace the more the like the veterans i guess because when you're working in production it's very rare you actually have time to sit down and get up to date with all the new features of a software like when when i worked i don't think i really ever had time to sit down properly with zbrush no. and get updated on everything like i could use zbrush for specifically what i needed it for and that was sculpting right um, and that was fine because I had my fundamentals, they were in order. As soon as I had to do like, let's say, a hard surface concepting, you were like, whoa, okay, what's a ray mesh? 
you know, I haven't, I've, I've heard about it. Micromesh is also a thing. Okay, I guess, you know, so there's all these tools where as a newer artist, someone, especially students uh, that has time that is purely allocated to just doing stuff, new software, they're way, they have way more time to get into the actual software and, and thus giving them an edge on that front. Yeah, and also because when you're starting out, you are just for more focused on a tool. This yeah. is something we talked about in the last video that you know start out and you just perfect the pencil technique. Or yeah. like, you know, just go into it and just you you only care about the hotkeys and all these new sexy features because you think that's what's gonna be important. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because mm. it means that you do learn all these cool new tricks. Yeah. Like when I was I was setting up Maya for using hotkeys and using all my custom marking menus and using all the cool scripts I found, I am very efficient at modeling yeah. because I have that. But it also, but you definitely shouldn't underestimate the fundamentals here as well. But so this means that whenever we we we've been teaching, and you have a student there who's who's been using three D for like a year, I can't express how many times it's happened that that student has gone, why didn't you click on that button? And we go, <laughs> what button? <laughs> We just didn't know about it because yeah. we haven't kept up to date on the tools. Yeah, and like for when it comes to that, in terms of like st students, students just tend to know much more about the technical aspects of the software, especially when we've been out teaching. That's been the case most of the time. But where we, with more senior knowledge, outpace them, and where most seniors out outpace newer artists, is just the fundamentals. But I think there's also, you know, you can definitely learn a lot from each other there. We learn a lot from just, we post these videos on YouTube and people just uh, tell us about stuff in the comments. Like we had, we had one which was, um, I've had a custom script with a hotkey set up for transparency in Maya for, I don't know, since I started using Maya. Um, because that's some, I think it was like a, something I wanted from Max. So I found it from Maya. And at some point, uh, Autodesk updated Maya and made Control One the hotkey for X-ray. Oh, for isolation. Yeah, oh, sorry for isolation. And um, you know, that's just one of the. Why would I look for that when I know <laughs> yeah. that it already exists in my scripts? That's we had like fifteen people being like, "Guys, it's Control One." <laughs> yeah. and we're still like, "It was a stupid hotkey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've had this a lot of times. So you do videos and. That's why one of the reasons I love it is because you do get this very immediate feedback. Yeah. If you're the best way to learn something is to do it the wrong way in front of somebody who knows how to do it. Yeah, I think another good example of um, how it's all about the tool is uh, Substance Designer. Designer is such a hardcore tool, just because like material authoring to that extent is just hardcore. Mm. And you know it's node based. It can be very confusing, but it's like immensely powerful. Someone who can combine their fundamental knowledge of, you know, what they've observed in real life, whether that's like, okay, how to make the perfect cliff or water material or like we had a, we have a creator on our store who creates like flossy something. He creates, he has an egg tray <laughs> yeah, and crazy. like a cabin logs thing. Like it's, it's pretty cool. Like what you can do with designer, but a lot of that stuff just comes from your fundamentals as well. And I think that illustrates the perfect sort of combination of the two. Yeah, another one as well is when it comes to UV mapping. If you are stuck in Maya 2013, mm. which a bunch of people probably still are, at least <laughs> older versions, you know, you are you are not doing yourself any favors. No. If you are in the new version of Maya, you can just do UV mapping in like a few clicks. It's so much easier to do. The unfolding is better and everything is just good. Yeah. But most things are good. <laughs> but 
if you're if, so if you're if you're behind here, you know, some kind of junior artist is going to come in there and just smoke you because yeah. you're you just haven't kept up to date. Yeah, one one that we talked about before as well was, I guess this applies more. Like if you're doing maybe for both, if you're doing cloth, whether it's realistic or stylized, like you can have, you can make an argument for why stylized cloth would be easier to sculpt, but especially something that's realistic, something that needs to be simmed, doing that traditionally. Um, whatever traditionally means there, I don't really know, but not using Marvelous Designer, you're really not doing yourselves any favor. Like, Marvelous Designer is a really easy tool to get into. I think anyone who just sits down with it for a few hours or a day can get into, like, the fundamentals of, of Marvelous Designer. There's still the actual sewing and knowing patterns part to Marvelous Designer, which is the difficult part. That's where the fundamentals of you know, seamstry or tailory, whatever it's called, that's where that lies. So that's, you know, a different kind of fundamentals, kind of like color theory. Um, but using a tool like that is an example of, of where, let's say, a beginner artist has a huge, huge advantage over someone who chooses to, like, stay in ZBrush and just sculpt it there. Yeah, like there's no way, no, no competition even, like no seabrush artist, regardless of skill or whatever it might be, is going to do better clothing than somebody like, of equivalent skill in no. Marvelous Designer. Like there is just, like in an absolute sense, it's kind of like, it's faster. like uh, using the creature kit versus mm. uh, just sculpting everything from scratch. Yeah. yeah, you might be able to get to the same result, uh, but it's just going to take you a lot longer. When it comes to cloth specifically, I still doubt that you would get to the same result just because of the complexity of cloth. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, sculpting in seabrush, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sculpting cloth in seabrush. Oh. It's so tricky to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cloth is really one of those things where you should just switch. Yeah. Just go to marvelous. Designer, There's just man. no reason not to. Yeah, and it's. I think one of the hmm. one of those uh, let's say like the downsides. To, to software or tools compared to to fundamentals is that they do go out of date and you do have to learn new ones. Even if you're in the industry and like even if you're a new uh, artist or like new to the industry, there's just going to be stuff that replaces stuff all the time. And you can't really guard against that. It doesn't matter how much fundamental software knowledge you have. Uh, that's just going to happen. Yeah, but one of the advantages, at least, of having solid fundamentals here is that you can switch software quite easily. Yeah. If we were looking into, like, if you were to learn uh, Moto, you would probably learn that quite easily now yeah. because you know Maya quite well. So at this point, it's it you kind of, first you know the theory of lighting and color and shape and all these kind of things, and then you're learning Moto. Now you 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 understand what all the settings are doing. Yeah. If you only know how to use Maya, like no none of the fundamentals, you don't know how light works. Now you are going to be stuck looking for. Or you can only use Maya because of the buttons which are yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. But now if you go into Moto, you can get something stunning right away, and the limitations of the tool isn't really something you're concerned about. At that no. point. I think, and what you mentioned before as well with the, like it's you like your approach in the beginning was you just want to learn all the hotkeys yes and i wanted to make sure like in the previous video i said i had the right pencil and stuff and as much as i think it's a kind of a waste of time in the beginning it's still i would still say it's kind of a good investment mm -hmm. even though you're like you're still producing bad stuff or stuff that doesn't look as good as it could uh, it still means that you're you're like you're optimizing for the future uh whether that's um 
you know, you're using like a little bamboo tablet or you're using like an Intuos, maybe it gives you an advantage, like there's more pressure points or something, or maybe you're better at actual sculpting when it comes to using a Cintiq or something like that. Uh, and if you're, you know, if you're getting, if you get comfortable with hotkeys and marking menus from the beginning, uh, that means that in a few years, that's going to be such a core part of your workflow in a tool that now that you have reached a higher level, your level is just going to be even higher because, you know, you have that knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Like good tools are important. And when it comes to hotkeys, like I said before, you, you're just going to get to a shittier results quicker. But the thing is, you have to get to a shittier results. Quick. Yeah. When it comes to, let's say you have to create 500 sculpts to become good in ZBrush. Completely arbitrary number. <laughs> yeah, now, don't uh, don't uh, catch on to that. No. <laughs> then, you know, you're just going to have to make 500 sculpts. And if you can get there in, you know, two years instead of six years, yeah. that's good. If you have to do a bunch of hard surface models in Maya, the more, if you can increase your failure rate, like where you're learning from each failure, yeah. that's awesome. There is no reason not really to use hotkeys if you're working on your own computer. Yeah, and it also just means that, you know, as a as a more intermediate or advanced artist, once you get to that point, then you're going to reach success faster. You know, you're going to reach something that, like the look you're going for even faster uh, when you start to specialize with the tools. It is interesting what you said before about the whole, once you're in the industry, you don't really have time to learn new tools. I really felt this when uh, we were we were in in the deep end there and yeah. suddenly you're, you're seeing some videos from from a game artist or maybe some students or something and you're like jesus christ a lot of stuff has happened mm. in the field which you haven't noticed at all yeah. suddenly you know you have blender popping up and it's actually a really good tool all of a sudden yeah and you know you, you haven't realized that there was a whole there's a whole evolution of things not necessarily a revolution but just a slow gradual development of tools but you haven't you haven't even heard of that at all no. stuff like uh, marvelous designer mega scan quicksol maybe even substance painter stuff like um rap 3 as well yeah which can just speed up your work so much yeah i think rap is an excellent example of how knowing a tool kind of makes knowing fundamentals obsolete <laughs> yeah like completely because there i mean to, let's be honest like knowing rap is like a monkey task mm. where okay you place some points know some technical stuff maybe if you use rap x you can set it up to be all automatic with python um, and then you don't even need to do anything yeah maybe you need to correct some stuff in cbrush but that that doesn't really require that much effort anymore yeah this is where it becomes dangerous for people with only fundamentals let's say you have two people one knows sculpting really really well and one doesn't but has really excellent technical knowledge yeah. and they have to get to our fully realistic human very quickly one person is going to sculpt it and it's going to look awesome yeah. it's going to take four weeks but it's going to look <laughs> awesome the next person gets a scan and gets a base mesh and just wraps one to the other yeah and you know within 20 minutes they have something of equivalent quality to, to the sculptor. Now, of course, you should have ideally both of these skill sets. <laughs> yeah. But in a production, you know, who gets paid? Yeah. It really means that you can just get the job done. Yeah, and I think I think rap is probably one of the best examples there of uh, yeah. like tools, sort of like outpacing fundamentals. But like when it comes down to it, it's you know I know both of these videos in the series are kind of clickbaity, but it's like it's really just about both. 
and yeah. figuring out the the perfect balance between them. And I think in the beginning, right when you're starting out, fundamentals will be the most important thing. And the the further along in your artistic career you go, the the less you can focus on fundamentals because now you start to know them and become more comfortable with them. And then you can start to figure out the more advanced part of the tools. Yeah, think about fundamentals as learning how to make good work. You need them because otherwise you have no idea how to actually make something look appealing. Yeah. And then using tools that is to make something really fast and solid. So in a production, you need both. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't be slow in a production because it can be honestly quite, quite fast paced depending on what you're doing. Mm. You just have to be able to produce stuff quickly. So if you if you spend a month on a character, cool, you have three days to do it. <laughs> you know, like you just have to be up to date on it. So I think that just about covers uh, this uh, second clickbaity video yeah, uh, about how it's so. all about the tool. Um, if you want to see more content like this in the future, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And remember to turn on notifications with the little bell so you get notified every time we put out a new video. And we'd also love to hear suggestions for new videos as well in the Definitely. comments. So thank Thanks you so much for watching.